Dolphins are back. It's week nine, Prop Nation. This is Sully, and I'm with the man, the legend from down under, John Lloyd Roberts. Okay. Now, have, you, have you noticed, Sully? Yeah. I You introduced the show very well. I've started introducing the show as Prop Nation, as in I'm talking to Prop Nation. Like, the group, our community is called, like, our Prop Nation, whereas yeah. you are actually... I think you do it correctly where you call it the show is Prop Nation. <laughs> well, I mean, I believe that this is a nation of prop betters. Also, yes. a.k.a. bus riders. Choot, choot. Choot, choot. Get on the magic school bus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, I, we missed last week, and I I'm, uh, I missed it wholeheartedly. Missed it wholeheartedly. But we're up here. We're in... Uh, we're in my workshop's mezzanine, and we're in John's new studio. So this is how it goes. Your studio looks exactly the same as it did. Before, so <laughs> nobody would That's ever because know. This backdrop is just a privacy screen. I just cut it around because I'm like, well, no one wants to look at my bed. Really? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I got – you know what? I wish it's also I had good a to wider angle. I wish I had a wider angle camera. I got to get a new camera soon. Um, and then so I could display this miraculous thing that I actually have behind me that nobody can see. Anyway, if you're wondering what this is around my neck, yes, it is a Bengal tiger. Um, oh, it's beautiful. Blanket. It's glorious, man. It is. It is. It is. You know what? And uh, I'm just so excited that the Cincinnati Bengals are back doing their thing. This They're is. Back, uh, oh, my goodness. The first like three weeks, the amount of text messages that I got day after day, just about how the Bengals stink and how. I must hate everything. You know what? I'm like, it was the I'm contract more than anything. The new borrow contract was like, oh, that's uh, the memes. The memes, man. Right. The memes. They were it just my in, my Instagram box was full of friggin' memes about Joe Burrow and how he like how he was crumbling all over the place. Like, I wish I, oh, I, I deleted them all. I don't like them. Yeah, that's not good for your mental health, man. No, that's exactly it. I just I, I block and delete. No, I'm just kidding. Those are my friends. I can't block. Yeah, them. I wanted to block. Them. <laughs> you know who you are, all of you. But um, look at you now. Oh, now I get to wear this this miraculous uh, draping blanket with pride. Okay, so that's what it. We got where are we gonna go? Uh, I just like and subscribe. Off- Shout yeah, out, like, like, and subscribe. Like, and subscribe. I just want to start off by saying um, we've we've had a rough go with some of the parlays recently. The single bets have still been really good. We've been we've been pretty on point. Um, it just seems like we're getting we're getting nipped. We're getting nipped by one or two, and a lot of it's the injury bug. Um, I just want to say that this is the week that we turn it around completely, and uh, we don't focus too much on the the heavy hitters. At least myself. John's going to go off and do his thing. I know what he's going to do. Oh yeah, well, yeah. He's he's going to take the prime time, prime star, prime everything. But you know what? He's pretty good. <laughs> guessing them i'm terrible at that i'm i am just horrendous at it what i'm good at is following the gut on the little in the cracks mystery and you know what i'm gonna follow my gut boom which is big now a lot of stress um you know it's getting bigger and uh and and i'm gonna follow this big gut to the promised land so and i'm gonna take you guys on the bus ride with me and we're gonna we're gonna hit it together this week so let's do it let's get going John, you kick me off and take take us over to uh, to the first game that you want to talk about. 
Love it, man. Well, you know me, I'm also looking for diamonds in the rough. I don't like to hit too heavy with my guys, but uh, I do have to start off with, uh, have you heard of Patrick Mahomes is the first place that I'm coming. You dangerous man. You dangerous <laughs> I'm doing man. the Germany game. Yeah. yeah We're we going to Germany. Germany. We're going to Frankfurt. Okay. Yeah, that's exciting. It's first thing in the morning. I think this one's going to be a rock star game, to be honest with you. Yeah. Over-under is sitting at about 50 and a half, I think I saw. And... I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes here. I'm looking at his passing attempts. This is a guy who has gone over his passing attempts outside of week three and week four every single time. And they usually sit around anywhere between 35 and 38. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see his lines right here. They've been down at 35 the last couple of weeks, which he's gone over. Even if they go back up to sort of 36, 37, 38, I'm pretty comfortable with that. I think that this is going to be a big passing game. Isaiah Pacheco has sort of started to take a little bit of a backseat. I'll just bring him up real quick here. Um, he has sort of started to lose in his rushing yards and they're going to him a bit less. And when they go to Jarek McKinnon, that is typically in the passing game as well. So for me, Patrick Mahomes against the Dolphins team here as well. I'll just bring up the Dolphins defense because um, one thing you'll notice about them is their uh, money line spreads and over-unders, they typically always go over outside of that Philly game. And quarterbacks do have to pass against them to keep pace with them, keep up with them. They do give it up to the receiver one. Now, whether you believe that's Travis Kelsey or Rashi Rice is going to be the tricky thing, but either of them probably should have success. They're good against tight ends, but I don't think that we've really seen them against a stud like Travis Kelsey too much. I think it's going to be a uh, level playing field. I'm not too concerned either about the time zone thing, apparently because Kansas city is behind Miami by like one hour or something like that. Oh, Some people God, think come that on. might make an impact. Come I don't on. think so. John. I'm sitting John. here looking at the goat that is Patrick Mahomes. I understand he's been playing down. He hasn't been playing to his best form, but I think that this is a good spot for him to get it together, get it back after, especially after that loss to Denver, they're going to want him. Um, sh showcase themselves. They're on a stage. It should be a good game. What do you think? I think it's going to be a great game. And I think the fact that you brought up the, those two receivers for Kansas City, you said Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. And if you want to yeah. argue on who's number one, you can have like a justified argue in both of those, I guess. Right. Mm. Um, the fact that there is a WR1 sitting there at 44 and a half. Is that Rasheed Rice? Beautiful. Yes. It's Rice. He's at 44 and a half. And I think he's at three and a half receptions. So I know you want to talk about Patrick Mahomes, but if I'm taking any single bet, actually, this is the parlay that I'm taking for this game. It's a two pick parlay. And that's it. It's Rasheed Rice over three and a half rece receptions and Rasheed Rice over 44 and a half receiving yards. It's a so, great call. He's done it. it every single week outside of four and five for receiving, but also he, he started to become the guy. He started to make his claim. Kadarius Tooney is not it. Sky Moore is garbage. MVS is just used strictly on deep bombs. If you like that as well, it's either Kelsey or it is Rice. There's sort of really no in between with those two. Yeah, yeah. I think I would take that. I would take those two in a parlay just for a quick little early morning zinger. Get the bankroll up for Sunday at one. Let's mm -hmm. go. Let's go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, 
I unfortunately won't be able to watch this game because it's on about 1.30 in the morning for me. But oh, uh, come on, you shouldn't even be in bed by that time. You're I'm looking forward. Buck, to, I'm looking know? forward to the. Uh, I get to wake up at 5 a.m. now. 5 a.m. Thank God for that. <laughs> yep. Australia. All right, so that's it. Lock it in for me. Patrick Mahomes over. Let's call it 37 and a half an hour, or if it's 36, that'd be nice. 37 and a half passing attempts for me. Thank you. Cool. What else do you like in that game? So a couple of other angles. I was also looking at Tyree Kill. Over-receiving is kind of a no-brainer. I think the Chiefs' defense is fairly, fairly good, though. Um, but then I'm not looking at any of... If I was to look at uh, Dolphins running backs, I had a note here on Raheem Mostert under receiving yards uh, because the Chiefs have been very good against pass catching options. And the other one I've got, oh, for two stars, I've got Tua over one and a half passing touchdowns. I really like that as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Two is basically... One and a half? Was it two and a half or is it one and a half? Uh, I've got it set at one and a half, which he's basically hit that every single, every single game. Yeah, I feel weak. Yeah. He's either had one or more. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he is a pretty safe bet for one and a half, especially against the Chiefs in a sh- high over under shootout. All right, that's what you assume, right? That's what you assume. That's what the books assume. Yeah, assume it. I'm gonna put that one in there as well on my card oh. to over one and a half passing. If it gets up to two and a half, um, what do you think about two and a half passing touchdowns? Over? No. He does throw it to the running back, and that's how they score touchdowns as well. They don't have any many rushing touchdowns on the season, as good as their running backs are. A chance still out, yeah? Yeah, still out. It's Wilson and most it. <laughs> Jeff. Uh... <laughs> My boy, Jeffrey. <laughs> No, no, I, one and a half. Okay. One and a half it is. Yep. All right. What's the next game you want to look at? Oh. Uh, you know what? Let's go over to Chicago. Or it's in New Orleans. Let's go to the New Orleans and Chicago game. Right on. Yes. And... I think there's two things that I like there, and it could be dealer's choice on which one you want to take. But uh, I really like Alvin Kamara in that game. Mm, yeah, and I think you do too. He's on my t- he's on my card. Yeah, yeah, he's on your card. I I did know that, but I'm looking at uh, the longest rush of 14 and a half. Oh, beautiful! And I would take Alvin Kamara over 14 and a half on the longest rush. Yep, and the other one that I like, it's been happening all damn year, all year. It's uh, the over the longest reception. I'm just trying to find the number right now just to make sure it hasn't moved. Yeah, just before you move on to Alvin Kamara, I'll just yep. bring him up real quick while you're looking for that. Yes, please validate my uh, my choice. The Bears, I I 100% fully endorse Alvin Kamara in this spot. I Like I was saying to you before the show when I was sending you my notes, I do have Alvin Kamara for three stars here. Mainly not for so much the rushing, but the receiving side, the Bears, outside of Josh Jacobs, who should have really, he should have hit that prop. There was no reason for him not to. They've basically completely given it up to pass catching running back options. Mm-hmm. And I just want to scroll quickly to Alvin Kamara as well, who since coming back from suspension, has absolutely lit up the league. He's hit over every single one of his props. 
in every single category outside of these two here in week five. He has been a stud, even as they increase. It, it doesn't even really matter for him. He is a complete stud. The sorry, Bears, they'll be at home. Then the fourteen sorry? and a half. The fourteen and a half was the longest reception. Sorry, that was. Uh, I, I don't know if I. I think I might have said longest rush by accident. He, yeah, I can't remember. I did. I didn't mean that. I meant reception. So sorry. The longest reception is at fourteen and a half. Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara, longest reception, fourteen and a half over. Beautiful. Yeah, and so like I was saying, the Bears will be on the road. They'll have Tyson Badgett. I think they'll be playing from behind a lot here. Uh, Derek Carr has targeted Alvin Kamara at an insane rate. He has something like, it was like 14 targets, 14 targets, 15 targets. He's In one game, he had like 14 receptions. It's been nuts. Derek Carr's is just like, okay, I'm not going to go to Alvin Kamara. I'm not going to go to Alvin Kamara. And then he's like, oh, that's Kamara. (laughs) Throws it off to him as quick as possible. Uh, There's a second longest reception that I like in that game. I don't have the number in front of me. It's not there. But it's uh, Rashid Shaheed. Yes. Who's playing lights out at the moment. If that that number comes in at 18.5 or 19.5, which I think it's Mm -hmm. going to. If it goes over 20, don't bother. Just stick with the Alvin Kamara. But yeah. if Rashid Shahid is anywhere under 20 for the longest reception, you're taking it. I'm yeah, sorry. and that's – it's like you can take the longest reception or you could take his receiving yards. Basically, it is like uh, will Derek Carr throw it long to Rashid Shahid? And he will. Because He'll try it twice. Can, yeah, you can get fairly decent value on his receiving yards. It usually sits at around 35 and a half. It's at 20 um, and a half. 28 and a half. Beautiful. So yeah. So you're like, I really like, it. so they're going to have him likely listed for the receptions. If the receptions are, this is what's going to validate this. The receptions are, they don't even have them listed right now. Poop. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Just- uh, I'm assuming that they're assuming that he's going to catch the ball twice. And they've got it at yeah. 20 something and a half. 20, what did I just say? 28 and a half. I honestly think one of those is going 20 yards. It's going 20 yards. Let's do it. And or just quickly, and uh, just quickly, while we're thinking, so we're not thinking Chris Olave in this spot. He no. and Derek Carr have not really been on the same page, but also. Um, is it, I'm trying to think the bears corner. We were talking about last week. Is it Jalen Johnson? I think his yeah. name is PFF has him graded as the number two cornerback overall on the season. He's just behind Devin Witherspoon. Number one, actually Which quick shout out to Muskie Hawk. With, it's crazy that Witherspoon has been playing the way that he has. Isn't he like Australian? Devin Witherspoon. Who, where is he from? I don't know. He's not Australian. Are you is sure? He? Are you, yeah. Are you sure. Are you Why sure? would he be Australian? I don't know. I don't, for some reason, there's something inside me. I could be completely wrong. And you know what? To be honest with you, um, maybe, maybe I am. Maybe I am wrong. No, I think you're just thinking because, like, he plays in Seattle, and I go for Seattle. You probably. <laughs> I mean, it's a poss- it's a possibility. Uh, where is he born? No, nope, he's Florida. Yeah, but what I wanted to say <laughs> he's was a Florida man. <laughs> oh, maybe he's from Melbourne, Florida. There's a Melbourne in Florida. Definitely not. He's from, uh, nope, nope, Pensacola. 
right. <laughs> we'll add that to the highlight reel at the uh, end of the season when I put together. Yeah, yeah. Is he Australian? No, he's not Australian. He's the most Floridian you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I feel like I would have heard by now if he was. Yeah, yeah. You guys celebrate uh, Aussies absolutely. Like even if yeah, we celebrate them big time over here. Fourth team kicker. Yeah, man. If hunters <laughs> in Australia, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but you might remember we were talking about uh, Bears charges the other night, and I said Keenan Allen under receiving, and that was correct. Eighty-five, he got to. Uh, Devonte Adams was shut down. Justin Jefferson didn't play. I think it was actually Jordan Addison who I put in here for this one. Yep. Uh, Terry McLaurin didn't make it. Jerry Judy didn't make it. Basically, he's been shutting down everyone. So Chris Alave, stay away. Or if you're real frisky, bet the under. Um, but these receiver two options and have the been... running back. And the running back. Yeah, and the running back we've been and able to attack. Back. Back. Just so... wanted to share that really quickly as yep. well. Hey, look. Alvin Kamara, great choice. Rashid Shahid, great choice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, when it's your turn, pick a game. So I'm going to need to now jump to my other three-star pick. I've got to stop going back to Ken Walker, even though I do <laughs> like him here against the Ravens. I'm going to go to Rashad White. Um, okay. I'm looking I'm looking at his receptions over as well. Definitely not rushing because he hasn't been utilized too much in the rushing game. But they're going to Houston, so it'll be in a dome. They're playing against CJ Stroud and company. But the uh, Houston defense has, I mean, as good as they've been playing, they actually haven't been playing too well against uh, running back pass catching options. I'm just trying to find his line. Sorry, I'm a bit all over the place here. That's oh, okay. you know what? They're not even up. Uh, the reception. Oh, yes, are. they are. No, his receiving yards are. Yeah, so 27 and a half. That is a nice number for him. I'm just going to plug in where he has. This is warm, man. This is real. <laughs> yeah, feel free to take it off if Never. you're getting no. ready. Mm -mm. Okay, so this will be his most yet. His previous weeks have been sitting at 22 and a half receptions, 22 and a half receptions, which he did hit over. Week six, he went under, but he just had, in general, a really, really bad game. It was 15 and a half. And then before then, so he has hit over his receiving, his receptions. Uh, Five of the last six weeks. He's also in a really good spot here. I'll just bring the um, Houston defense up on screen as well. So we can see they've mostly been in um, not so much shootouts because the over-unders have been going under for the most part. But running backs have had a lot of success against this Houston Texans defense. I think they're still trying to piece it together. They The receiver one option, so Mike Evans could be in for a good game here as well. Baker, if you can get him at a good number for passing as well, you could look at. But it is mainly this uh, this receiving options here for Rashad White, who, like I was just saying, has hit it five of the last six weeks. He gets targeted a lot from Baker. He should sit around three catches. I imagine he's averaging per game as well. So it's a good spot. I don't really, I don't like the rushing, but I probably wouldn't take the scrimmage as well. So lock that one in for me. Rashad White over 27 and a half receiving yards. Okay, rock and roll. Okay, I've got two more picks. Very and nice. And one of them is going to the Monday night game. Oh, I've got a few Monday night options as well here. 
Yes, let's talk. I was almost thinking, I've got enough options here. I could almost do a Monday night preview show. (laughs) Let's go. You may as well. I'm only going to pick one out of that game. Yeah, I've got a three-star pick. And that's... it's Brees Hall. Like I would throw it the is farm Brees Hall. at this one. I would throw the farm at this one. Brees Hall is Brees. over 16 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, what? that is exactly what I've got. And I didn't even tell you before the show about that one. How is this a line right now? These it's a trap. We're gonna lose. We're gonna we're gonna go zero for our picks yeah. this week because they're all a trap. This is insane, man. Yeah. This is insane. Brees Hall over 16 and a half receiving yards. Like this is taking candy from a baby, uh, which you know what? I have a uh, almost two year old and it's very difficult to take it, but this is it. It's <laughs> mainly because of the crying that happens. Yeah, yeah, the next yeah, two yeah, hours exactly. After. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, 16 and a half receiving yards. Come on. Give me a break. Give me that pick over 16 and a half. If you want to bet that up and you want to go hit a home run and put it up to 25, by all means, go put it up to 25. Cause I might, mm. I might do one at 16 and a half and then take a second one at 25. That's how confident I am. Two things I want to show you, share with you here while we're looking at my spreadsheet again. The uh, LA Chargers defense, basically every running back, whether they're a pass catcher or not, has managed to have success against them through the air. Uh, I know you're looking at Miami and Tennessee didn't, but they still got their reception total. So I was also looking at Brees Hall receptions. If it's a two and a half, I would bet that up. I think he will go over that. But also the receiving options could be good as well. Even like Tony po- Tony Pollard, who has not been playing well, he still got over. Isaiah Pacheco got over. Even like last week with um, who who was the Bears trotting out last week? Was it Roshan Johnson or Deontay Foreman? It was both. Either way, they both had success through the air against them. It is an area you can attack. You can also attack the tight end here. It just depends on who you believe is the Jets' number one tight end, if it's Tyler Conklin or CJ Uzama. And uh, what about Zach Wilson overpassing? Yeah, 100%. He's starting to get it together. Yep, he is. I'm and not it's, afraid. It's the, perfect spot. it's the perfect spot for him to do it, too. They're at home, aren't they? Isn't this in yeah, New York? Yeah, they are. I, like, I honestly yeah. think the Jets win this game. I also think the Jets win this game. I, as crazy as that is to say, because they almost lost the shithouse New York Giants. I don't know. There's something, there's something brewing there. There's something brewing hmm. In New York, and I think the team's rallying behind. Uh, behind, they, they know Aaron's coming back, and this is like I think it's almost less stress for Zach yeah. Wilson knowing that 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 he's coming back. And uh, yeah. I don't. This feels like a great spot for Zach Wilson. It feels like a great yeah. spot for Zach Wilson. I think so. so. The Chargers' defense is garbage. Yeah, I'll probably do a specific Monday night ticket as well we could put yeah. it, we'll put it on instagram for everybody to follow as well if you're not following please uh follow on uh on instagram it's uh prop nation bs is prop nation betting show uh and like and subscribe to youtube while you're at it while you're watching this um anyway okay i got uh one last I've one just, i've just just before you move on i just wanted to yeah. quickly touch on Brees hall as well since week four if you're watching on youtube you can see he's hit over his receiving yards and he's had three or more receptions Every single week is also, and because of that, he's been able to go over his scrimmage yards as well. I think this is just a fantastic spot for Brees Hall. I think he's going to have a huge, huge game. He's an animal. Yeah. He's an animal. Uh, You know what? Speaking of another animal that uh, nobody's really kind of, everybody's forgot about 
and they're going to really remember the name after this week. It's Jonathan Taylor. And it's Jonathan Taylor against the Carolina right Panthers. Uh, yeah. His, his uh, total is 64 for his rushing yards. He's going to crush it. He's going yeah. to go over 80. So uh, I think this is, once again, uh, I did this with Brees Hall a few weeks ago. You get it before it goes up, even though they didn't go up on Brees Hall. Why not? Who knows? <laughs> but Jonathan Taylor this week, he's going for 80. This is Jonathan Taylor's week for rushing. Uh, I don't know what the attempts are at, but you know what? I don't really care. Let me just focus on the rushing total. He's at 64 and a half. Take the over. If you want to move it to 75 and take the over, do it. He'll, he'll, he's going to hit it. Yeah. So the Carolina Panthers have had a seriously good defense against quarterbacks and receiving options, especially tight ends. However, against running backs, they have been shocking. They've been one of the worst teams. Um, they did. So Damian Pierce last week struggled. He's been the only running back to struggle, though. Like Raheem Mostert destroyed them. Uh, David Montgomery destroyed them. Even Alexander Madison destroyed them. Kenneth Walker as well. So, like, all these running backs, I mean, they've faced some really, really good ones, and they've all had success. But guess what? Jonathan Taylor is a really, really, really good running back. So, oh, sixty-four and a half. Back that is just hitting his stride. They fed him yeah. the rock a ton last week. This that was the rev up to this game, and this game yeah. will be the continuation of what he will do for the remainder of the season. Mark my words, right now he is going over his rushing total. Yeah. No, I love, I love, love, love that pick as well. So I'm going to finish here with um, my last option. It's my receiver option. There's a, there's actually a couple I'm looking at here that I don't mind. We've already talked about Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey in that game. Um, Stefan Diggs, I want to give a quick shout out to. I know i got to stop going back to him, but the Bills here are in a really, really good spot. Uh, so I just got to check the matchup. Oh, yeah, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati has being able to give it up a little bit to the receiver one options, not all the time, but just a little bit. Um, but Stefan Diggs has been playing elite. Um, the, so, okay. I'm, I'm looking at this bloody Cowboys Eagles game. I cannot get off it at all for whatever reason. Um, AJ Brown is playing lights out, but the problem with betting AJ Brown is the Dallas defense has been playing lights out. They've been shutting yeah, down. Stay all away from it. Stay away from it. Old people everywhere. You know everybody's going to bet on A.J. Brown this week. Just don't, John, listen to me right now. If you're going to take anything on A.J. Brown, it's the under this week. Yes. Don't take it. Just stay away from it. Okay, I'm actually listen looking at... Listen to me, the, John. I'm actually looking at the Dallas side of the ball <laughs> here. I'm looking at C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott have started to... Um, they've started to get cooking. They're, they're getting a lot of... Um, uh, they're on the same page, I would say. There's, there, CD Lamb is starting to sort of ascend into, and this is what sort of happens with CD Lamb year after year: is he sort of gets off to a slow start. He sort of has spurts of like, "Oh, that was a good game. That was not not a such a good game." And then it's like from week eight or whenever their buy is onward, he just ascends into one of the most elite players. Looking at the Philadelphia Come Eagles on, side of the one. defense, only Mike Evans and Chris Godwin struggled against them, but all other re receiver one options on everyone's teams have all hit over their uh, receiving and receptions lines. Now, some better than others. So like Puka Nakua had a good game against them. We remember back in LA, Tyreek Hill, who's destroyed everyone. So that's a bit unfair. Terry McLaurin, um, but Sam Howe did have 56 passing attempts. So <laughs> that'll do that. Uh, Garrett Wilson had a good game against them. 
And uh, Jefferson has had a good game against them. Kendrick Bourne had a good game against them. So CeeDee Lamb is one of those elite receivers who would should have a very good game against them. I wouldn't even mind looking at Brandon Cooks's way. And that can only really mean one thing. And that's that we're also sort of looking at Dak Prescott maybe for passing yards. I don't like that just purely for the reason that it's a divisional game. These two teams are super, super, super competitive. Um, but CeeDee Lamb, what is his line sitting at right now? Do you have it there? Uh, let me pull it up. It, but it's got to be insane because of the week that he had last week. Like, it has yeah. to be insane. Uh, it is... But if I was to make like a hundred ticket, yeah, I don't. I think I'd put him in my hundred ticket. I would not put AJ Brown in it though. He's at seventy-five and a half. Yeah, see, seventy-five and a half. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, against the Eagles, I like that. Um, I De- DeAndre I know Swift, I know DeAndre not Swift the... that game is fifteen and a half too. By the way, what is it? DeAndre Swift is 15 and a half. Yeah, no, see, I'm off Swift just because the Cow- <coughs> the Cowboys defense is very, very good. Mm-hmm. But 76 and a half, I think that's still a really good number. He was cold for a little bit, but the last two games he started to get red hot. I think that the like this Eagles defense is really, really good, but they still they're good in the red zone and they but they still give it up a little bit. And CeeDee Lamb, I just think he's a, a, an elite receiver. So you're going with yeah. Okay, you want to recap your picks? Go backwards. So, like we said, the I know we're not really like uh, panning for gold here, but I the stars are out for me this weekend. I am looking at Patrick Mahomes over thirty-seven and a half passing attempts. I am looking at uh, who was my running? Back? Yeah, Rashad White over twenty-seven and a half receiving yards. I'm looking at Ceedee Lamb over seventy-six and a half receiving yards as well against the Eagles. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like it. Uh, I I don't have any of those. Uh, (laughs) So, so if I go backwards, uh, what did I just have? I just had uh, Jonathan Taylor over 64 and a half rushing yards. I had Brees Hall over 16 Mm -hmm. and a half receiving yards. Oh my God. I have Alvin Kamara's, Longest reception over 15 and a half. I'll take uh, uh, Rashid Shahid if he is under 20 on the longest reception. If there's no longest reception, if it doesn't come in for whatever reason and he's at 28 and a half receiving yards, I will bump that down to 25 and I will take it. And if we go, if we go to the Germany game, it's Rashid Rice over his uh, receptions, which is three and a half. And over mm-hmm. his receiving total, which is forty-four and a half. Love that Those man. I just want to quick. I just want to quick fire a couple of other ones that I've got as good options as well. So it's two over one and a half passing touchdowns. I think you can lock that in. Cream Hunt against the Cardinals okay. over okay. his rushing yards. Yep, I like. We that didn't too, talk but about it, but, it, but Cream Hunt is starting to ascend as the Browns' number one. Uh, running back and the Cardinals really do the really really bad against running backs um, as well. I just want to quickly give out Ken Walker as well against the Ravens. That should be a good game. Um, and even Zach Charbonnet in receiving and then the receiving option, Stefan Diggs are really like there. Uh, the other one was Tyreek Hill. Of course you could find some success with Nico Collins as well. And Devonta Adams, Devonta Adams, um, the, um, with Aiden, like playing with Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> is is Aiden O'Connor yeah. going to be playing? Aiden starting. Oh dear. 
Aiden, you don't you don't believe in it. I believe in it. Yeah, no, I think it could be. So, sorry, that's against the Giants, and the Giants are uh, absolute rubbish against wide receiver ones. And Devonta Adams is awesome, and he's angry. So, yeah, I think there's a couple of good options there as well. That's Look, a great ticket, man. Yeah, when you're Aiden O'Connell, I just want to put this out there. When you're Aiden O'Connell, and you wake up in the morning after finding out that you're playing, so like today he woke up and he was like, "They're like you're playing. T- you're playing this week." He looks <laughs> over at Devonte. And he goes, I I know the assignment. I know what I have to do. He honestly <laughs> shovel the ball to your most talented player. If you want to have a good week and put good film on out there, don't fuck around. Do but not. That's why Will around. Levis. That's why Will Levis was so good, and he is that's quite I mean. smart for that. You know what he did? He went. Hey, I've got DeAndre Hopkins, who is actually not D-Hop. too bad. Just give it to him. <laughs> Just give it to the best guy on the field. Aiden O'Connell, if you are what listening to this, give the ball to yeah. Devontae Adams. Give him the And guess ball. what happened? Will Levis had like one of the best rookie debut performances of all time. It's not rocket science. Give Adams the ball. Anyway, great ticket. John, send us off. Let's go. We got that a was, big week that- here. This coming off now. It's coming off now. <laughs> Thanks Let's for joining go. us. Like and subscribe. There we go. It's Let's Monday. go, buddy.